right, guys. Today on the show, we got the top three fitness, nutrition, and mindset questions. So we're going to do one from each. Michael, go ahead and shoot. All right. First one is how many days per week do I need to train? So for me, my answer would be, again, like you've heard this so many times on this podcast, the it depends answer, right? It really just depends on where you're at. So for somebody who's brand new, um, you know, I I do get uh, some people here and there who have never trained before, um, like literally never worked out um, or just so deconditioned because they haven't they haven't trained for a while that I just want them to commit to three days a week minimum. Right. And uh, reason being is I don't want to overwhelm them with going five, six days a week or even doing, you know, some sort of movement uh, every single every single day um, just because, again, like it's it's a contrast thing. Right. Like if you start at one end of the spectrum and, you know, where you're not doing anything and then you go to the opposite end where you're where you have to think about doing something every day and it's not a habit, then people are going to get overwhelmed, right? And then they're going to kick themselves in the ass for, you know, missing a training session and they don't feel successful. They start kicking themselves in the head and then they just stop altogether, right? And you'll see this this kind of up and down thing. So for me, like with those people, I'm going to tell them three days a week, like commit to that. If you can commit to that, you're going to be successful, right? And then we'll just build up from there. I agree completely. I think that I I believe in daily movement no matter who you are. I just would personally frame it in a different way right, where it's right. like build into things but understand like make sure everybody understands that whatever you do today or this week is better than what you were doing before. So, no matter what, I want you to do at least 5 minutes of movement because I do believe that if you are sedentary for 24 hours or just moving very minimally, it's just not good for your body. Your body is meant to move. So if you, we know that, like, okay, like, I agree. I start, I like starting people with three days a week. I think that's a solid, like, strength training plan. Right. But I think a bare minimum, you have to do some kind of movement. Even right. if that's, like, walking around the block, you could do some mobility. You could stretch. You could stand up and sit down on your couch for five minutes nonstop. Whatever you want to do, I, I think everybody needs to move. And I think it, it just builds progression into that healthier lifestyle. But I do believe that... I think it's just important. And this goes same with like people mess up on their diet, right? And then they're like, well, I already ate a little bit of it. So fuck it, I'm gonna eat it all. And I'm like, yep. okay, well, a little bit is better than a whole lot of it, right? So it's the same thing with movement. A little bit is better than none at all. So if I can get you to move for at least five minutes, I, I say every day, but then you got to look at it like this too, define training. Yeah. So that's what I was going to get into is as far as training sessions, I, I want them to do three days a week. But I, I mean, I do do the same thing, right? Like here's these mobility drills, right? Because Every time somebody comes in, I take them through a warm up. I take them through a system that I want them to go through um, and then say, hey, pick two or three drills um, out of those that you can do in the morning. Right. Yeah. And like literally take a few minutes. It doesn't even have to be five minutes. Right. right. Some of those drills, it doesn't take five minutes yeah. to do. So just do those. And do you walk during the day? Like I, I doubt that you're in an in an office chair for eight hours just scrunched in this position if you are holy shit, um, (laughs) get up. But like, man, you know, most people do do some walking, but like, as long as it's, you know, doing some form of mobility drills or even hit bridges and plank holds for, uh, for 
a period of time, right? Like that's still movement. But as long as I, I agree, like as long as they're not thinking about it as a training session, yeah. then I think they're going to be a lot more successful um, in that in that way. But there's also people who have come in who are like, man, like I have, you know, shoulder, knee or hip issues and stuff like that. And they're, they've been nagging. They've been kind of on and off for uh, X amount of time. Uh, you know, what can I do? And, and obviously I'm like, okay, well, what are you doing? Like, how's your training look more often than not? Those people are already training like five, six days a week, um, like training sessions yeah. and high intensity training yeah. sessions at that. So I've had to sit down with some people, some of my clients and say, okay, we need to take out, you know, a training session and maybe you just need to go on a walk or do some mobility drills and stuff like that. So actually reducing the amount of work yeah. that they're doing. I have a couple of people that hopped on and I might've mentioned this before, a couple people that hopped on not too long ago from CrossFit onto my online coaching and their first reaction is kind of like, fuck, this is all. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you need less <laughs> right. big time because, and it's not that like they were doing bad CrossFit cause they weren't injured at all. It's that they were doing CrossFit every day. So I'm like, you got to understand High that you're yeah, every single day. Nervous system is it's like, what the fuck is low intensity cardio? Like yeah. one of them like put two of the sessions together because she didn't get that. Like cardio was supposed to be separate. I was like, yeah, this is, that's a whole day. That's all I want you to do. She's been losing weight every week, like yeah. crazy. So it's like, Sometimes you need less. So I actually was going to say we should take it to the advanced person as well. Like, what do you think is the upper echelon of like how much is too much? How, in your opinion, like how far can you take that? Because let's say, okay, like everybody I agree should start with two to three times a week in just daily movement. So going on a walk, moving two minutes, three minutes, five minutes, whatever. And then just a couple, two to three times a week actually training. Um, and then we can build on that, right? And then it goes from three times a week to a couple days of some kind mm -hmm. of conditioning, metabolic work, something. Um, eventually, you're exercising six days a week, let's say. But how many – and exercise can be low-intensity cardio. It could be 20 walk, whatever. But how many – like what's the biggest or the most you would ever prescribe for a client, you think? Or like somebody who's as advanced as you are. Right. Um, I would probably do – it depends, right? Like, I would say two max effort, two max effort sessions, like to where you're really like challenging your nervous system, um, as far as like heavy lifts or, or main lifts. Um, and I would probably do some dynamic effort days, probably like two dynamic efforts and then, uh, maybe like some conditioning or, um, I mean, you can add that into your session as well, um, at the end. But, you know, just for like sheer volume and, you know, if right. you're really going for like physique and stuff like that, um, that's what, that's what I would do. Um, but I wouldn't go, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even go three. Cause dude, like, if you think about it, like three full body, like max effort sessions, man, that's, a, oh, that's yeah. a lot, Hell no. you know, I think the only way you can do more is if you split it up into upper, lower, or even body or if part. You take steroids. <laughs> yeah. Or you take steroids. Yeah. You can recover a hell of yeah. a lot faster. Yeah. I think that, uh. For me, I think that there are times where you can do six days a week of lifting, but because there's there's push pull legs, push pull legs, right? Like that's a good split. If you want to put on size, like doing that is a lot of volume and it's going to be taxing, but you will get bigger. Like that's a good way to go. But I think where people go wrong, and this is why I wanted to bring this up, is because they'll do a push pull leg split for four weeks and get great results. So they do it again. And then week six hits and they're just fucking zapped yeah. and they stop making any progress. They feel like shit, their strength is going. I think that splits like that done properly should be phased in and out. So yeah. like, and I've done them in the past and I've done them too long in the past. Right. And I've done them where I do them for four weeks and then I just stop my back off and go back to an upper lower split. So it's only four days. 
and you can reap some of those benefits. But I think if you take it too far, it does just get way too much. Right. And then people forget how important conditioning is just for health. And like, I think that like my lifts are stronger when I do conditioning. Mm-hmm. You get definitely. more recovery, but you're just in a better position. That's that's what it comes down to. And that's what conditioning is, is your body's ability to recover in the amount of time that it does it in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people are like, well, fuck, I don't really want to work on like, I just want to get strong. I don't want really want to condition or like, or like do metabolic, like it's like, if you do it, you're going to become stronger, right? Like your ability to recover is going to be a lot better. It's going to help your immune system, everything. Like it's uncomfortable. Hormones, like, yeah, it is it the is. issue, yeah. right? Like people don't for, like being tired. No. <laughs> and breathing hard. Yeah. I fucking hate it. I yeah. avoid it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I hired a freaking MMA coach because I know like either I'm going to get punched in the head like, or I'm going to like stay yeah. upbeat with them. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you need to. And like, I mean, that's the power of coaches, I guess. But um, yeah, no, I, I would say six days a week is the, is the utmost. But for the most people, I would say three times a week is great. Four times a week is is better for advanced or intermediate. Exactly. So yeah. if you've been in the game for two plus years, I think you should be doing um, – upper lower split or even four full body days uh most females i think work better with uh full body days and then every once in a while maybe throwing in an upper lower split um but four days is like you really don't need more than that like i've had guys do five and it's uh simply because and I, it's only hard gainers where they're pretty skinny and they're like man i really want to like bring up my back or i want to bring up my shoulders i'm like all right we're gonna go in you're gonna have a fifth day but it's pretty low volume and it's just another day to hit some frequency. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that can come into effect, but then it's the whole, it depends thing, right? Like I have a million answers for this one, I guess, but that's probably what I would do. What are you doing right now? So I do two max and two. Uh, so I do two max effort. So I do a, a lower body this last week I did, I just did full body training sessions. Uh, I was my D load. So, um, you know, I just did, I, did significantly less uh less volume and actually my appetite like was like through the roof this week um and i feel great so but this next week um i'm gonna i mean my uh my daughter is due tomorrow actually so that's what the doctor said yeah so that's the due date so we'll see it's kind of just but I, i mean i'll still i'll still train um but ideally i'll be back to uh lower body max effort upper body max effort and then uh up or lower body dynamic upper body dynamic we might so. be seeing some uh at home workouts from you on the yep, instagram most page definitely huh? that's what i did yesterday man i was so busy and shan's family was coming over and i came over she's like they'll be here in 45 minutes it's like don't you still have that band she's like yeah i was like all right i'm gonna do fucking 200 push-ups 200 pull parts and 200 sit-ups yeah. and it took me a little while but i just i just kept going through them until i was done so sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do i'm doing four days a week too so like as you guys can see we've been lifting for shut like I've been lifting for seven years now, I think like obviously the first couple of years were not very smart or yeah, productive, yeah. but <laughs> I was, I've been lifting for a while and I'm only doing four days a week. And last year I did a three day a week program and I got great gains cause I did three full body days where I hit it hard. Um, but see, and, and even that I did fuck, like nine weeks and I was just zapped. My central nervous system was killing me. Mm-hmm. My And I, I, in my head, I was like, dude, I could run this forever. It's only three days a week. I'm used to like four and five. But again, I was doing three heavy full body days. It's a totally different ballgame. Right. Um, but yeah, so I'm doing four and I'm probably going to stick with four. I think that's like... I just feel good yeah, at four. And I, I mean, I go on walks every day. Now it's summertime in Seattle. So the weather's good. I got a... Dude, I bought a bike at a garage sale yeah, for 20 bucks. 
So I'm out on that thing. Actually, my, my dude, it's hella funny. So I, I took Tyson out. Like I was riding the bike and I just had him running right with me. And he kept up with me for probably 20, 25 minutes. And like, I mean, we're going at a, at a pretty good pace. There's hills around, you know, where I live, dude. So that was, that was in the morning. I was pretty much working most of the day yesterday at the, at the new spot. I came home. Um, I got, probably got home around like seven o'clock. Dude, he was, he could barely walk. (laughs) He was so sore. It was hilarious. Just like. Shit, that's why you got the bike anyway. Exactly. Right. So conditioning that motherfucker. But I mean. It's it's also good for me too. Just yeah. you know, switch up the cardio. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Nutrition wise, our most frequent question is: tr- Is tracking going to give me the best results? If so, do I need to track forever? I actually want to start this one out just because. Cut me off. I was like about. To I get- know. I know you were, <laughs> but I, I think it's because for me and 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 you guys, if it depends on how long you've been listening to the show, but I've I've talked about it before that. I'm an intuitive eater, right? So I don't really track anymore. Um, I, I, I have an idea of, you know, how much, I mean, and again, it's not exact, but I know kind of, you know, the range of where I'm at as far as what I eat. Um, but that takes time. I did start out tracking. Like I, I downloaded the MyFitnessPal app. I was definitely super successful when I was really aware of what I was eating, um, how much I was eating. Uh, and, and we could tweak it, right? We can adjust. Yeah. You're um, rare too, where your body awareness is really good. Like uh, as far as not not being aware of how much I should eat to change my physique, but how much you should eat to feel good and feel exactly, your body. Like exactly. it's it, it's actually really really impressive to be honest with you because even people who do track who are intuitive like I can look at food and know how much it is how much I need but it's hard for me because intuitively I like to eat right right? so I I eat like will more easily push past full just because I feel like it and want to eat whereas you're really good about like knowing like no that's not the best so and it's kind of how I do everything right like I think most people try to complicate things and that's the problem is everybody wants to look at something and then they want to think about it in like this complex way. And, and the way I see, and again, like the way I do everything, the way I coach, the way I train, um, how I do my business, right? Like I, I have to simplify everything because, and, and that's just the way that I operate. So when I think about something, I'm like, all right, well, this is how I do it. This is the way I think about it. And like, I either like it or I don't like it. If yeah. I don't like it, I adjust. I try it a new way. Once I, once I find that space, once I find that spot, um, you know, I, that's it. Like I have it, it's ingrained and, and I just practice that. Well, see, and like that's, and that kind of goes back to what I was talking to you about earlier as a topic is like, why do more? Like why rush? Exactly. It's like, okay, you tried it. Okay. No, not the way to go. I'm going to go with something else. But people are so like, it's going to stress you out. Yeah. It's going to fucking overwhelm you like crazy. Don't Anxiety let it. is going to go through the roof. Don't let it. Um, I, my answer for it is, Yes and no. Yes, you do need to track. No, you don't need to do it forever. So kind of similar. And I think that there's multiple ways of tracking. I have clients just write it down. I have clients who only track calories and protein. I have clients that track all their macros. Uh, And then I have intuitive eaters that got there from tracking at some point. Or 
they approached me and I have them track for a week just to see where their food is at. And then I, I just feel comfortable enough to be like, you know what? Like, let's not worry about it, especially with obese individuals. If you mm-hmm. have a lot of weight to lose, I don't really see the purpose of tracking because technically you should be getting this many calories and that can seem like a lot of food. And like, I just, I think that the smartest thing to do with those type of people is to get a healthy relationship with food. And if you eat, and, and I actually will eliminate food groups with those people. I think it's better to be like, you know what? We're just going to try to eliminate junk food, processed food, sugar Dude, whatever it may be such a winner man for 90 percent of the time you know what i mean like saturday night is your date night cool like i want you to go have whatever you want outside of your house but when you come back there's no there's none of that shit in your house right so no matter what they're going to be in a calorie deficit from that but they're learning how to eat to feel better and then a guarantee because they cut out all those foods out they always approach me and they're like dude i feel so much better mm-hmm. like my sleep is better my stress is better my energy is better so I think for those people, not necessarily tracking at the beginning, um, but at the same time, like when they first start with me, no matter, I don't care. Like that's like a prerequisite for my coaching is like, I need a week of tracking because I got to see where you're at. Actually, yeah, I got that from you actually. Because it's the only way. And I always tell them like, hey, this doesn't mean we're going to track forever, but, and it kind of does two things. I think it it kind of, it it gets them to commit to something right off the bat. It's like, this is going to be a commitment regardless, right? Like I know, I understand you're not the best at this and you need help and I'm not asking you to change your diet. I'm just asking you to record it. So that's already a commitment. But, um, I think tracking is going to get you the best results, whether you're hitting specific numbers or not. Um, if you are, uh, just tracking just to track, it builds way more awareness. You'll more likely be able to intuitively eat in a smart way. Um, and that was my thing too, is like, I just needed to know, how what much of, foods yeah. like and like you know chicken salmon ground beef lamb like all these things that i eat i just needed to know like the serving size and like how many grams were in that yeah. and like it immediately it just got yeah. implanted into my head and then so well, i just know and so studies have proven this too right like 0.8 to 1.2 grams per pound of body weight of protein is going to be optimal ideal world right that's a big gap so for you, you're almost what you're like 195, 200 pounds. Not, not even now. Um, Let's just base it off 200 pounds because yeah. it's easier. That's what 180 all the way up to 240 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So it's like that's a big range, right? right? Like that's like two meals different. So if you can just get comfortable with a range of how much protein, then you can start eating food and not stress like is that four ounces or five? Like it don't fucking matter. Just right. get somewhere between four to seven and you'll be straight, right? Like. But you won't know how to do that if you don't track. So I think that's important. Um, I think that if you are advanced and you're at a plateau and you want to take things to the next level, I do firmly believe that tracking specific macros will make a big difference. Yeah. I've never had a client that has been training for a long time who is already lean, who wants to get very lean, or who is just struggling to get to that really lean point um, or where they should be. Not even like I'm not even talking about shredded. I'm just saying like you've lost weight you're still kind of skinny, fat, or chubby, and you want to get pretty lean. I've never found a client that that didn't help tremendously, right? And then it's just learning how to intuitively eat afterwards. Right. But I don't think anybody, I said this to you early, earlier, um, you can't just go straight into intuitive eating because you will intuitively eat more <laughs> yeah. because you're intuitively hungry and you're intuitively craving like a bunch of bullshit, right? So it's oh, like- Oh God, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, right? More. <laughs> my, 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 uh, my body is telling me I need more. Food, so I'm just going to eat <laughs> My more. body. <laughs> yo is that so, is that r kelly yeah i never knew that was r kelly really yeah he's been in the game for a long time yeah yeah i i didn't know that i i mean growing up i didn't listen to fucking r&b so but and when that song came out i was 
shit, probably like, I don't even know when that came 10? out, to be honest. Like, I yeah, I didn't even know he was, because he was on like the Space Jam soundtrack too. I Believe I Can Fly. Yeah. yeah. That's That was what, 96? That's so long 96. ago. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, see that, that, I don't know, that's crazy. I was, I didn't start listening to him till Ignition came out. Like, <laughs> So tra- what? You were fifth, fifth or sixth grade? Yeah, that's probably. No, when I was. I, first I was. Heard him. I was seventh grade when that song came out. So, so, was fifth, yeah. Yeah. so that was when I first heard him. Then uh, trapped in the closet was like junior high. That shit was funny. <laughs> it was like eleven music videos or something. Yeah. Hey, that was a good. That was a good story. Like that was. It was. was it was genius. kind of like damn. I, I yeah. can't wait for the next music video yeah. to come out. He's smart. That was, yeah. that was clever. That was dope. That was dope. Anyway, next one for mindset. We have how do you stay fo- how do you stay motivated for your goal? I I just like I think there's a couple things. And the first thing to me is I don't know if this would be considered a personality type. Um It would. I already know where you're going. I'm extremely would. committed to the vision of what I want in my life. Like there's nothing that's going to stop me. No person that's going to stop me. The only thing in person that could stop me is myself. And I yeah. know that. And I'm comfortable with that. And, I, and like that will never – like I'm just so like passionate about creating the brand, the life, the schedule, the the influence, everything around. Like, like I have such a clear vision and I just know that. So I think that like – and I don't rush, right? Like I know it's not going to happen tomorrow. Um, so I know the type of things I need to do consistently. So, um, and well, I guess we should look at this as, uh, I went straight to business in lifestyle, to be honest with you. Um, so we should talk about body as well. Um, but I do think for me, like with the business and lifestyle, it's like, I have a life and a business that are balanced together and I know what that is. And I'm just so passionate about getting it there so I can be happy that nothing can derail me. You know right. what I mean? Like nothing, like, are there going to be bad weeks for business? Yes. Am I going to lose clients? Yes. Am I going to not be as consistent on something? Yes. But then there's going to be weeks that I double everything as well. And as long as I know that tomorrow's another day, next week's another week. And I just keep pushing, like there's nothing that can slow me down. So I think that's big. And then, I mean, yeah, shit. Like I just, I just know my vision. So maybe like the, the, the strategy there is like figure like truly sit down and figure out your vision i think i've done so many like mind maps and like ways of like planning out my future of like what i actually want um and i think so like when i was with my coach at that event in laguna like we really dove into that which surprised me i didn't know what we were going to do when we got out there and we really dove into like what is your perfect life what's your perfect day what's your perfect brand like and it's like what like you can make all the money in the world but if we're not doing it so you're happy and you can do the things you want then he's like then what the fuck are we doing so that like just going through processes to ingrain into your head would be my right for sure and and i'm the same way like i know exactly like the lifestyle that i want to live um and it's not super flashy i used to have right like i'm sure a lot of people have done like the whole Range vision Rover, board. Yeah. The vision board, money on there. a private jet, a private Island and <laughs> all this shit. And like, you can't answer why you want those things. No. Right. Like not because, Oh, well I've always loved cars and I've always loved planes and I've always loved islands. And I've always loved the idea of having a billion but dollars. No. Like fucking no, you, you don't, you, you don't even know to, what it means to fucking it's do that. Right? Yeah. It's like you, you have no idea to, like what that's going to take. Usually I think that comes from like, uh, a lack of self-acceptance and like people right. assuming that others will accept them more if they do that kind of shit, For right? Sure. Which is stupid. Like, I think that 
that because because I'll be honest, like when I first started making money, I instantly was like, I got, like I got like some jewelry, I got like a new watch, like you know, I threw rims on the car, like all this stuff, and that was like waiting for it to be like, yeah, right, like I feel good now, and it was like no, and then like like Shannon asked me how long ago, she was like, how come you never wear any of your watches? Like I got this huge watch case with all these dope watches. I'm yeah. like, I just I don't know, I don't yeah. feel the need to like, I just don't care. Like mm-hmm. Kim bought me this bracelet, and she got ambition ingrained in it. Yeah. I wear that shit to every nice dinner over any watch. Right. I mean, it could have been 10 bucks. I don't know how much she got it for. It's probably more than 10 bucks because she had it made. But still, like, that shit was like, this is fucking dope. Yeah. That she would think of me in that word. Like, I like that. But, yeah, that so, got me fired up. Yeah, I agree like, with you, man. And I used to, I, I fell into that trap big time. Yeah, and it, but, it, it, again, it goes back because, you know, when I went to Resurrection Week, it was, a, a, again, like, it was, like, a very similar process of what you were just talking about. Like, man, I, I had to become aware of, like, what was really significant to, to me in my life. And so, like, once I figured that out, then I really started to think about, like, the lifestyle that I would truly want to live. Mm-hmm. Like, what would that perfect day look like? What would, like, that perfect brand look like? What do I want to build? And so now I'm so focused on that that nothing, nobody can get in the way of that. And, you know, it, and not to say that, you know, like, my family, like, oh, if they were against it, then, then fuck them. Like, the thing is, is, like, the only people who I keep in my circle now are people who support that vision. So it's not like, man, like, you know, oh, I, I'm willing to uh, to just break up with uh, my, my girlfriend or, you know, throw my parents to the side because they don't believe in it. The thing is that they do believe in it. So like the circle of people that I have believe in my vision. So for me, it's just even more powerful because I can go into every single day knowing that I can do whatever the fuck I want and that I have the support. Yeah. But you can look like, like we can, you can say what your vision is and nobody's going to go, yeah, right. Like, okay. The thing because, is, like, you can see that it's real, right? right? So, like, when somebody does have that vision board with all this bullshit and they're like, oh, I'll sacrifice anything to get this shit, then you're like, okay, bro. Yeah. Like, because I would never sacrifice Shannon or anyone in my family for any of that shit, mm-hmm. right? And it's funny when you think about it, too. Like, I wrote out, like, uh, <laughs> the perfect day and, like, what I, like, tr- what success truly means to me. And it literally means having a house that it, I can call home, right? Um, being able to go home and eat dinner every night with a wife because I enjoy sitting down having a big meal with a glass of wine, like with somebody I love, you know what I mean? And then an office for myself with a comfy chair. Like that was my vision. Like yeah. I was like, I want a cool comfy chair that I can do my work in. Like back to hurt. And there's, good. there's like in between shit. Right. But like, and the thing is, is like, I don't tell anybody. I don't, I don't voice it. I don't put it, put it on social media right. or blog about it. My thing is I'm just going to do it. And then eventually you'll see it because I'm going to document it. And it's usually simple shit, right? Yeah. Like, that's what I was getting at. Like, obviously, there's going to be more to it. And there's more things I want to do, like traveling and all that stuff, business, whatever. But when I really started doing the exercise, I realized how much more simple everything really exactly dude it's so crazy like how simple it is it's so crazy and like man so many again like everybody's trying to make everything so complex and like you know i'm like oh i need i need this and like you have no fucking idea like it's literally crazy it's insane and that's what it like insanity is it's like man like you know like you're doing things over and over again that have no significance or or value in your life like what the fuck are you doing so i think that is why we have continual motivation is because we understand what it is we want and the significance behind it. So if you're struggling to stay motivated, you need to 
write out what the significance behind your goal is because you might find that like you really don't give a shit about that goal right. very much and it's not significant or you're doing it for somebody else or just for the wrong reason in general. Then you would have to find a new goal. Or if you this is the goal you want and you find a deeper meaning of significance, then you will be more attached and motivated to that goal, guaranteed. And, now, and don't just set goals to set goals either. Right. Like I think that a lot of people are doing that. Like let's take the 90-day outcomes for example, right? Like yeah, like you can like that can be your your benchmark or whatever, like you know, when you are planning to, you know, go up from the next level, but the thing is is like I'm not going to force it, you know, within like if I don't have like that real like significant goal, in in you know at the end of that 90 days and i want to go into the next 90 days like man like i'm not going to force it into like okay well fuck like you know i got to get this shit done like right. quarterly i got to set goals like yes it's good and you'll get into the the habit and the practice um but at the same time like goals shouldn't be forced it should just be like you and know feeling and an awareness what i've learned with that is to have a main focus so mm -hmm. like this time business is easy for me to be like, okay, here's my goal because there's a lot of numbers involved. I can generate, you know what I mean? So it's, that's always, there's always a goal, but even let's say maintenance was the goal for that. There's going to be one aspect of my core four that is like, this is my main focus, whether it's relationships, business, myself, like, so my being goal this quarter literally has been take a walk once a day, or I mean once a week. And it's like a 20 plus minute walk. So Super easy to accomplish, super low stress. It's not really like at the end of this, I fucking did X, Y, Z. It's just like I went on a bunch of walks right. so I could chill out for a little bit. So I think it's important to like, and then the next quarter, maybe like I really do want to step that one up and then I lower the other ones. But I do, like I agree, like you shouldn't be overwhelmed with it, but um, but okay. having targets is important, but they can't, they have to be significant. Like yeah. it always comes back to that significance. I mean, think about it like training too, right? Like it's good to overreach. Right. Yep. So like you, you, you want to set a goal to where like, it's really going to kick you into gear and be like, you know, I really got to have my shit together. Right? It's also like, good to deload. Right. Yeah, exactly. You got to create space. Yeah. And, and Tone it down. And that's why like you, you shouldn't go from, and I think we probably both failed with this 90 days, right into the next 90 days, yep. right into the next. Yep. Now and it's like, we I'm take it yeah. at least, and I hire a coach to go this through this with me. So I'm paying him to do 90 day outcomes with me. So like, damn right. We're going to do another one. But we take a two two week break and just chill and just yeah. like reflect on what went well. Like let's just keep things going. Like because things change too, right? Yeah, like you got to be willing to adapt. Yeah, and take time to think about that. Mm -hmm. So like uh, applying it to your body, I think just so people, because there's gonna be a lot of people on here listening to, not just life and business. I think it still applies because you need to have the significance behind your goal, like with why you're trying to chase this body or new strength or whatever it may be, or a CrossFit competition or powerlifting competition, a bikini show, whatever it is. Um, I think that's still important, but as far as like motivation behind that, to be honest, one of my big ones is, uh, the lifestyle I want to live again. Like for me lately, it's, it's more about like, I want to be lean. So I'm confident. So I feel good and I treat others better. Cause I know I do when I'm confident. I want to be healthy. So eventually when I do have kids or when I want to do whatever, like I'm healthy, I live long, like, and that supports the lifestyle I want to live. So it all comes back to that. So mm -hmm. it's not vain. So there's, again, I guess significance behind it, but it's never a really, I don't know, like vanity focused, I guess. You, like, you know what? And I, it was at one point in it, in the, like, don't get me wrong. Like I did a post about wanting to have bigger arms. Like I always want to have bigger arms, but it's not like, I don't know. The thing I think about too is, 
man, we got, we literally got one chance and it, you know, it's super cliche, right? Like you got one shot at life, this and that, but it's, it's true. So why would I sabotage myself? Like I can, like I'm here, I might as well make the absolute best of it. So why not do what you want and create a lifestyle for yourself? Yeah. So to me, again, like nothing is going to get in the way of that. Like I'm going to make the most out of every single day, the best I can. Some days you don't, right? Like some days you kind of feel like shit or not feel like doing anything. Um, but just doing something sometimes, again, like everything else, doing something is better than nothing. Yeah. So doing something productive and, and not sabotaging your, and yourself. A, and a funny thing I think about too is like our body is the vessel that carries us to that life we mm-hmm. want to live, right? So why not treat it and optimize it in a way that's going to make everything else in your life easier and more efficient, more productive and more successful so you can have that life. Everything is better when your body's on point, no matter what. Boom. Boom. If you love the Mind vs. Muscle podcast, want more free content, and you want to support the movement, share this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review. To get your questions answered on the next episode, see the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag Mind vs. Muscle.